0: Hi guys, this is episode 7.1 of the Not Wonder Woman podcast, tips for returning to work after maternity leave. Welcome to the Not Wonder Woman podcast. No capes, no superpowers, just hustle. Not Wonder Woman removes the myth of the ladies who, quote, have it all and gives practical insight to help you, the working woman, conquer the world like the boss babes we know you are. Hi, guys, it's Kiran, and I'm talking about returning to work after maternity leave as some of you may know, I have a daughter named Poppy who is four years old. I actually returned to work when she was six months old um, and I returned to a new role in a new company and I wanted to share with you guys some of my tips and what I found from going returning to work myself as well as speaking to other mothers and um, what it's actually like to return to work and also to, you know, just share what's worked for me um, in, you know, returning to work, because although it was really tough, um, I learned a lot from doing it. I learned a lot from doing things wrong. Um, So, and, and also doing a few things right, hopefully. So I just wanted to share those with you today. The first thing I wanted to talk about, is mum guilt. And mum guilt, I feel like is a phrase that everybody is aware of. Men, women, (laughs) mothers, -mothers, non-mothers, I think everybody's heard of mum guilt and I don't know where it comes from. I certainly haven't done enough reading or research about it um, in terms of where, you know, psychologists may think that it's come from. Um, however, I do know that it's a real thing, but I also know that it comes from things other than returning to work. I think, it, I think there is mum guilt for every little thing. It could be that you are guilty about you know, not breastfeeding and using formula or not breastfeeding for long enough or not giving your child solely organic food, not doing baby led weaning, not getting enough vitamin D and getting out enough, not doing enough reading and tummy time. There, there are so many things that you can feel mum guilt for and returning to work is another one of those things. I don't think that it's exclusive to working mothers. So, you know, don't think that this is solely about work. I think if you spoke to some of your friends who aren't returning to work or aren't returning to work yet, they will tell you that there are other things that they feel guilty about. So I just wanted to sh- share that one with you. In terms of childcare, um, my suggestion would be to find what works for you and for your family. There are a plethora, and, and also your budget, there are a plethora of different options out there nowadays um, from grandparents to you know child minders to nurseries or daycare uh, to nannies to mother's help there are a number of different things that are available to you if you are returning returning to work it usually depends on the age of your child as well Um, you know some people would put a one-year-old maybe up to a three-year-old or younger with a childminder because it's a family setting however some people aren't comfortable having you know one-to-one with their child when they're not there and they prefer the structure and stability of a nursery because if that childminder is ill you don't have any childcare. whereas if you know that key worker or somebody in the nursery is ill the nursery is still open so it really depends on what is important to you. I'm not sure what happens, but when you return to work, for some reason, it's almost inevitable that either your baby or you get ill. And then you have to take more time off because somebody's ill, which is incredibly inconvenient for everybody, but it's life. Um, So depending on what situation you're in, you can have a conversation with your employer about that beforehand. Maybe organise some working from home around an initial, you know, returning to work period, or you could organise with your partner that they take the time off, or you just take the time off as sick leave because you have a child. But either way, I think planning for that just softens the blow somewhat because I don't know why I've spoken to so many people and it's it's almost inevitable it's just like a return to work gift here you go if as if returning to work wasn't hard enough you know you're not feeling well your baby's not 100% either it's usually just a cold or something but for some reason it, it always appears to happen I think I would be doing you guys and myself a disservice if I didn't mention here whilst we're talking about planning um if we didn't discuss what to wear to work after maternity leave. Um, I know it seems really trivial in the grand scheme of things, because I remember very well, the sort of anxiety and trepidation at leaving my daughter and returning to work. And here I am now talking about what to wear. But um, it's likely that, you know, you may need to Uh, think about pumping whilst you're at work, especially if your baby is still young or if you are breastfeeding or, you know, you may not be at your pre-baby weight. So the clothes that you wore to work previously may not fit. So in terms of logistics unfortunately, you may need to think about what you're wearing. Um, I'm not going to talk about it too much here. I did do a post on my blog, corporatestylestory.com, what to wear to work after maternity leave. And there are some tips on there about what to wear if you are breastfeeding, um, what to wear just to to sort of refresh your wardrobe. So have a look at that one. And I'll also link it on notwonderwoman.com. So, you have sorted out childcare, you have um, sorted out what you're wearing. One of the things that I will say that you need to get really good at doing is maximizing your lunch break. Um, I use my lunch break sometimes to do absolutely nothing and go for a walk and just to sit or, you know, get away from my desk and really just take that hour or 45 minutes or whatever it is to myself. I have been known to use my lunch break to do the online shop, to go to the post office, to write out birthday cards to people, to RSVP, to birthday invites for Poppy because, you know, these small people have better social lives than some of us. Um, I have also been known to use it to have my hair blow dry, to have my nails done, to have lunch with friends, to go for a walk in the sunshine. Sometimes I walk work through my lunch break. Essentially, that is a period of time that you can use to do what you want. Um, so use it wisely. Another thing I wanted to talk about was um, communicating with people at work. And I think this is one of the the things that I didn't do very well. I did not discuss with my employer where I needed you know, less work or, you know, help with things, I was just getting on with it, because I didn't want anybody to think that I couldn't handle the work. And, you know, I had a child and therefore couldn't, you know, keep up because, you know, it it was a difficult transition period, I was just doing it all. And it does sometimes, you know, get to a point where you think, hold on, I can't work this much. Um, I need to speak to somebody about maybe putting some different processes in place or maybe expanding my team. Um, If you keep working the job of two people, your business doesn't know that they need to add more resource in your team. I don't think you do anybody a favour, least of all yourself, by taking on too much because actually there's only so much one person can do and being vocal and getting support from your employer is really important to prevent overwhelm and burnout so you know just have those conversations usually if you work for a big corporate there's a team that looks after these kind of things like somebody in HR somebody in charge of wellness if you work for a smaller organization sometimes that person is your direct line manager so you know you need to you need to be able to have those conversations Um, but First and foremost, your health and your well-being comes first. So do not burn yourself out because if you burn yourself out, who is looking after your child? So just being mindful of what is actually realistic for one person to do is really important. Talking about um, being able to have those conversations that are important to make sure that you're you know, getting the support that you need... I have mentioned in a blog post that it's important to understand why you're returning to work and I know a lot of you are going to think well don't be silly Kieran it's a financial reason and that's of course you know the reason for most of us we're not going to work for free unless you're volunteering and even then I think you're getting something out of it you're getting you know skills or experience but in terms of returning to work after maternity leave you will find that you're um Priorities have changed, and therefore, um, exactly what you want to, what you're happy to spend your time doing, has changed. So, you know, if you no longer like your job, or you don't think it's the place for you, or if it doesn't fit in with your family, um, I would encourage you to have those conversations with yourself and your partner or your family members, and to, you know, you may come to a realization that actually this isn't for me anymore, and. Nobody's saying don't return to work or, you know, just leave work because obviously you have priorities, Um, but take some time to think about that, maybe put a plan in place and then make, you know, preparations to move to another role, um, another career, whatever that looks like, but don't put off having those conversations. I think it's 10 times harder to leave your child when you're going somewhere you don't like. Organising things at home so that they are simple or simplified is highly recommended. So if you can get a cleaner, brilliant. If not, if you can get someone else to help you, that would be fantastic. Um, If not, again, try and plan for, you know, whatever you need to do at home, cleaning wise and laundry wise. Um, If you can batch cooking or do a meal plan or even a recipe box. I'm a huge fan of recipe boxes, then that is my recommendation because it just takes out decision fatigue because you know we can get tired having to make 101 decisions every day so just try and simplifying things as much as you can i have talked a lot about the logistics of returning to work and that is solely because i actually think that that is one of the biggest things it's the logistics it's and and that is dealt with by careful planning. And once you've got that bit down, and it becomes a routine, I think it's manageable. I have discussed uh, making sure that when you go to work, it's to somewhere that you enjoy and where you like the job. And that is really important. Because, you know, you want to make sure that you're spending this time away from your child doing something that you like. And I've encouraged you to have those conversations with yourself if that isn't the case. My parting words to you are to be confident because you can totally go to work and do a fantastic job and go home and be a fantastic mum.